Hi everyone, Natamaris here again, back with another video. And in this video, I'm going to talk about how to manage risk when working on large transactions. So this video is really something a bit different, but but I guess it's pretty important when uh, you know, you're trying to determine what you should do as you're working on your capital raises. Many people who have worked in capital raising, they haven't really seen and experienced uh, people who can write checks above 10 million. So with that comes a lot of fear, a lot of concern, a lot of imposter syndrome and all these things, rather than focusing on deals and cost effective relationships. So essentially, how do you get over some of that fear of, you know, all, of all this capital? Uh, and how do you really balance all of that fear and, and concern? Well, I'm going to just walk through it right now. So, yeah, I, you know, the number one way, really, there was a nice quote with, uh, it's funny, funny of all people, but nice quote with uh, somebody, you know, popular, popular artist, you should probably know him, Jamie Foxx, who said, you know, what is really on the, end, on the other side of fear? And he would ask this to, his, to his, his kids, and these kids wouldn't know what the answer is, but he would say nothing after taking a long pause. And the reason he said nothing is because really the fear fear is really typically it's irrational and when people define the things that uh, create that fear uh, then the fear doesn't exist because everything is defined and so the number one way is typically to define define the unknown because when you define the unknown then the truth becomes revealed um, so for example let's say you get you know, let's say you get a term sheet from an investor, and um, or you, you get you get an LOI sent out to a good deal, then you get a term sheet from an investor, uh, and then you're pretty, you know, you're just pretty anxious, and you haven't seen this kind of money before being offered to anyone. Uh, one of the quickest ways to get over this fear is to just have a really thorough understanding of the companies that are raising capital, <laughs> a really thorough understanding of of what the terms mean by either. Being somebody yourself, like it has many credentials, CFAs and, and so on, accounting degrees, or working with people that have all these degrees, because there are two core competencies. You have to have extreme core competency in understanding the business that is raised in capital, whether it's a target company for an acquisition, or whether um, it's it's your own company or your companies, and then you also have to have a really strong, you know, you have to have a really strong understanding of of the uh, financials and you have to be like the top 1% of people in finance. And with that, it also comes securities law. So securities law and, and just legal in general. And if you understand, you know, global securities law, you understand, you know, the legal ramifications of the transaction, and you also understand the target company, then the amount of fear that you would have would go substantially down. Um, because if you're afraid of that, and then you, you wonder what will happen if you know, what will happen if the transaction doesn't happen, uh, then you wouldn't be afraid because it's just about defining uh, everything step by step. And once you define everything step by step, you know, you look at all of the uh, ramifications of one piece and just change the scenery. So yeah, in any event, the the way defining it, so defining, the, having core competencies about the deal, core, compo <laughs> core competencies about the, the securities laws and the, just, and the laws in general, and core competencies, about, core competencies about finance, because the fear only comes from what we don't understand. And then when you define all the downside, uh, all the legal downsides of things going wrong, uh, down, all the financial downsides, 
and all the project downsides, and those are defined out, then upsides could be balanced and weighed against downsides. And that's almost it, but then there are two dimensions of uh, risk and downside that you need to mitigate. And the two dimensions are the, um, you know, there's the impact. Um, so the impact is like how bad the, the downside can actually damage you. Um, and then there's the, um, there's almost like the exposure. Um, and so it's like the, it's like the likelihood of the risk happening. Um, so then there are two dimensions. So imagine somebody walking across, uh, you know, some planes and then you see like a big hole in the ground. That's a risk with high impact. So if you see something where there's high impact and if something, if the downside is really, the impact is really high, uh, that means that if something goes wrong, then, you know, there's a big consequence. The consequence is really big. But if there's a low probability, so I guess and then it's the probability or the, the exposure, if the probability is really low of that downside happening, uh, then that's something else to consider. You have to consider the two dimensions of risk, probability of the risk happening and the downside impact if it occurs. And so when you take these, and it's only core competencies in the things I mentioned that is going to help you expose these things. When you take these and then you compare it against the upside, then you're making a rational decision that is counterbalanced against the upside. Just me personally, the reason why I chose to take on business rather than work at a job is because I just looked at the years. I said, hey, you know, business, it's like an exponential thing. You, you, you know, probably nothing in the first few years, then all of a sudden it gets exponential. And that's exactly it. In the first few years, it was nothing, and then now it's getting exponential. Uh, but if you work in a job, you know, typically it's like a logarithmic curve. It's like you go up and right away, you, right away you make money, and then the ceiling is pretty low. And it's pretty, the difference between 60K, 100K, 150K, uh, that's pretty much the ceiling. Um, you know, as a W-2 employee or like a Canadian employee or whatever. And so the ceiling is really established. And yeah, you depend on one person for your survival, unless you think outside of the box, um, even as you're working. So that's the reality. And so I looked at these and then I looked at the downside risk uh, of starting my business and consulting. And it was pretty, it was pretty low because the difference between the two curves was big at the beginning. But at the end, the downside is really the cost of inaction um, because the upside, the potential upside is far, is a far bigger loss if I don't even explore this path. Likewise, you know, when you look at your deals, your term sheets, your companies that you're targeting, the companies that you work with, why work on a small deal, for example? Why work on a 50K, 500K deal? Why not just work on a $10 million deal? Because the upside will be bigger. Sometimes the cause-effect relationships are similar and it's not even harder to raise the same amount of capital. And it takes like probably a year of your life anyway. So sometimes, you know, when you realize all this, <laughs> balance the downside and the upside, define the fears with core competencies in project knowledge, whatever sector the project is in, financial knowledge and legal knowledge, securities law and just law in general. With that, you know, look at the two dimensions of risk the probability as well as the impacts of if it goes wrong. Counter that with the upside of if it goes right and then make your own decision based on the two. And so I hope this helps. Uh, it helps you make a rational decision when it comes to evaluating risk whenever you take on a project uh, and you want to raise capital for it or you take on an investor. And so with this, thank you for watching this video. Use your time wisely and I hope it helps. 
head to raises.com if you want to learn how uh, we help people raise $10 million plus.